The following is a presentation of iSchool Sports Network. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of the broadcast without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Good afternoon and welcome to the campus of Southern Union State Community College. Once again, the final day of the Southern Union Invitational Tournament Baseball on a bright sunny afternoon for the Southern Union Bison as they take on the Chattahoochee Valley Pirates out of Phoenix City, Alabama. And they come on up here and uh, sport a 7-0 record, undefeated Chattahoochee Valley, and they've been on fire in this invitational tournament, a three-day tournament with four teams and a true round robin where each team gets to play the other. And this is the final game of that tournament as Southern Union has gone one and one. They defeated John, uh, excuse me, Spartanburg Methodist on Friday by a score of 10-5 and then lost yesterday to John A. Logan by a score of 8-4. For Chattahoochee Valley, it's been, as I said, a, a hot weekend for them. They took on John A. Logan on Friday, won that game 8-2, gave John A. Logan its first loss of the season. Chattahoochee Valley really lit the scoreboard up yesterday in a 19-7 victory over Spartanburg Methodist. And the man you got to watch out for in this Chattahoochee Valley lineup had a huge day yesterday. Number three hitter Brandon Willoughby, the first baseman, he went four for four, two doubles, a home run, and eight RBIs in that 19-7 win. So we'll see him third in the order in this game. Chattahoochee Valley will be facing Southern Union right-hander Cade Brooks making his first start of the season, his third appearance overall. He's got an over 0-1 record in two innings pitched in his prior two appearances. And the right-hander is on the mound. The left-hander is in the box. It's Reed Halfacre. To lead things off, swinging at the first pitch, grounded up the middle. Borgert by the bag at second. Long throw, skip, and off the glove of Clark into the Southern Union dugout. And right away, the Pirates have a man at second. We'll call it an infield single and an error that will allow Halfacre to get to second. It was a tough play up the middle. Borgert. Had to go to his right and play it on a backhand almost exactly behind the second base bag. He planted and threw, but Clark couldn't handle the long hop throw. And it's a runner at second now with nobody out. And Mason Land, the second baseman, another left-handed hitter, in to face Cade Brooks. He swings at the first pitch as well, grounds one to third. Collins over there at third today, looked the runner back, threw across to first and got his man. So a ground out does not advance the runner. And here is Brandon Willoughby, the man carrying a bat that might as well be on fire. He comes into the game batting 500 on the season. Told you he had eight RBIs in that game yesterday, 15 RBIs on the season for him now. Takes a pitch there, first time they haven't swung at one, and it's a called strike to Willoughby. Pitch is fouled out of play, so it's 0-2. As I said, Willoughby hitting 510 for 20 on the season in seven games. 
Six of those ten hits have gone for extra bases, two home runs, three doubles, and a triple to his name. He punches one into shallow right center field, and Borgert goes back and makes the catch. What a play. He made the catch, and they doubled him off a second. Riley Borgert making up for the air in a big way. Erases the base runner, and that will end the inning. Nice defensive play out in right center field for Riley Borgert. And we will go to the bottom of the first inning, no score. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other a fabulous finish to the top of the first defensively for Southern Union. Riley Borgert make a cert, made a circus catch out there in shallow right center field. There was a runner on second who assumed there was no way he was going to make that catch. He made a false assumption there, and Borgert doubled him off. So. That was a huge momentum shift in, the, in this inning. Yeah, I mean, they made an error on the first pitch of the ball game. And that was Borgert that was responsible for that errant throw that even allowed that runner to get to second. So he certainly made up for it in a big way on that defensive play. And as starting pitcher Zach Smith makes his warm-up tosses, I'll give you the Southern Union lineup. It'll be Brody Sire once again leading things off and playing center field. Clayton Phillips now at shortstop in this game. He played uh, a little bit of second, a little bit of third in this weekend series, but he's back at short, batting second. Casey Clark, the first baseman, batting third. Jake Spivey in there, batting cleanup, playing playing DH. Will Kelly back in left field. He'll bat fifth. Thomas Collins down at third today, batting sixth. Cooper Schwalbach in right, batting seventh. Griffin Usher, the catcher, getting his first start of the weekend. Batting eighth, and Borgert. The defensive whiz of the last half inning will bat ninth. Hey, Tim, basketball going on over at the arena this afternoon. The uh, Lady Bison taking on Lawson State uh, underway. They got underway about 30 minutes ago. That's a makeup game for a, a game that was postponed earlier this month. Zach Smith is into the line against Brody Sire. Sire takes a called strike inside corner, 0-1. Swings and fouls it straight back to us. And it's 0-2. Sire batting from the left side. The Bison, if you're not watching, if you're just listening with us, Bison wearing the home pinstripe pants and the navy blue tops today. Sire checked his swing. They'll ask if he went. And the field umpire says no, he did not. So it's ball one to Brody Sire. Sire's had a good weekend. Hit a home run in the first game. Had a marvelous defensive play yesterday. Breaking ball, called strike three. Sire was frozen and fooled, and all he could do was take it. And he goes down looking for out number one. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Clayton Phillips.
Phillips takes the ball. That one bounced away, skipped away from the catcher. And it's 1-0 to Clayton Phillips. Takes a called strike outside corner. That'll even the count at 1-1. One one. Taking all the way. Phillips watches that one. Had the plate but low for ball two. That one low as well, and Phillips has got the count in his advantage. Three balls and one strike. It's called strike outside corner. So Zach Smith works back, works it full. And here is the 3-2 pitch. Swung on, punched into right. That's going to get down for a base hit. Phillips, a good defensive two-strike swing, got enough of it to get it in the air over the infield and in a good spot in right field for a single. And that'll bring up the first baseman, Casey Clark. Phillips. One for one in the stolen base department. We'll see how aggressive Southern Union plays it here in the early going. Bottom of the first inning, no score. Ball one to Casey Clark. It's a 1-0 count with Phillips getting his lead at first. Clark takes low and in. Ball two. Clark bats from the left side. And we've had a shift in wind direction. Both Friday and Saturday, that wind was blowing from left to right. Today is going the opposite direction, it, going from right to left. It was blowing out of the north, and now it's blowing out of the south. Hence the warmer weather. That's right. We like that south wind. Swung on, hit out to second. Could be two. The feed, the turn, and that is a double play as Casey Clark grounds into the twin killing. And that ends the first inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left for Southern Union. We go to the second, no score. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. 
No scores. We go to the second inning. Lady Bison and Lawson State knotted up 23 apiece at the half over at the arena. Go Lady Bison. Four, five, six spots in the order. Do up here in the second. Dylan Rogers, Cooper Doman, Brett Pitts. The three do up. Rogers to lead it off. The right fielder stands in, left-handed hitter, swings at the first pitch, grounds it to Clark at first. Clark waves off the pitcher, takes it himself, steps on the bag, and that's out number one. One thing you notice right off the bat, these pirate hitters, very aggressive. That's the third time and four hitters that they've swung at the first pitch. And it's been a mixed bag as far as the results, a hit and two ground outs in those first pitch swings. And this is the catcher, Cooper Doman, right-handed hitter. He takes low for ball one. Doman comes in hitting 389, a homer, seven RBIs. Lots of good batting averages for this Chattahoochee offense. He takes low and away. Ball two. And this will be a good gauge. Chattahoochee Valley not in the division with Southern Union. They're in the south. Southern Union in the north. As the pitch almost hits Doman. But Chattahoochee Valley obviously expected to contend in its division and also in the conference as a whole. And the Pirates, how well Southern Union fares against this team could determine a lot about how well Southern Union is going to do in this season. Grounder to third. Collins booted it for a second but collected himself and threw his man out. And that's two outs here in the second. Good job by Collins. Keep his composure. Ball was hit right at him, bounced off his glove, but stayed right at his feet, picked it up, threw across accurately, and got his man. So two up, two down here in the second, and the designated hitter, Brett Pitts, steps in. Pitts swinging at the first pitch, base hit into center field. So a two-out single. By the designated hitter, Pitts, who came into this game hitting 500, three for six on the season. So that average goes up. And the left fielder, Colin Harris, will bat with one on, two outs. And no score here in the top of the second. Swung on, fouled straight back. It's 0-1 to Harris. Harris getting his first action of the season. He does not have any at-bats on the stat sheet. He takes one at his feet, so that will even the count at one and one. And a good job back there by Usher to keep it in front of him, not allowing the runner to advance. Pitch stays up and away from Harris. And it's two and one. 
Brooks comes set, comes home, swung on ground at the first. Fair ball. Casey Clark spears it, steps on the bag, and that's out number three. Good job down at first by Clark. Thought maybe that ball was going to go foul. Home plate umpire said it stayed in fair territory, and Clark steps on the bag, and that ends the inning. So we will go to the bottom of the second. No score between Southern Union and Chattahoochee Valley. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bottom of the second, no score. Southern Union coming to hit. Four, five, six spots in the order. Jake Spivey, Will Kelly, Thomas Collins do up for the Bison. Spivey takes a called strike, fastball. Over the inside part of the plate, 0-1-1. Smith working quickly. Spivey hits it in the air to center. That's Halfacre out there with the glove over his eyes. He waits for it to come down and makes the catch. So Spivey flies out to center for the first out in the second. Bill Kelly will hit. He started and left in the game on Friday. Came on in a pinch hit roll yesterday and now back in the starting lineup today in left field. And he takes a pitch high for ball one. And that could be a defensive issue also as Spivey had quite the adventure in left field yesterday. Kelly grounds it to second. Land collects and throws and gets his man for out number two. Two quick outs here in the second. Coming up the bat, number 22, Thomas. And Zach Smith making his third appearance of the season, his second start. He's got a 1-0 record with a 180 ERA. He's pitched five innings coming into today. Two hits allowed, one run that was earned. Two walks and six strikeouts in those five innings. And he's been sharp so far here in the early going as there's a swing and a miss to Thomas Collins, the third baseman. Collins fouls it off at the plate, 0-2. Collins has had a good weekend. Two for four in the first game. Scored a couple of runs. Was on base four times yesterday. A couple of hits, a walk. Got hit by a pitch, scored a run. So he's been making it happen, and this bottom part of the order, and he hits one hard, but right at second baseman Land, who throws him out. 
So a quick second inning. One, two, three, go the Bison. And we will go to the third inning. Still no score. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray in from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Zipping right along here already the top of the third inning. No score between Southern Union and Chattahoochee Valley. The Bison trying to give the Pirates their first loss of the season. Chattahoochee Valley comes in with a record of 7-0. And they've looked good all season long in those seven wins. And the 8-9-1 hitters will be due up for the Pirates as they start the third against Southern Union pitching starter Cade Brooks. Brooks into the wine. Fastball is low for ball one against Braden Pelkey, the third baseman for the Pirates. Here's the wine and the pitch by Brooks. Up and in, almost hit him. Pelkey had to lift his hands and get his upper body out of the way of that ball. It's 2-0. and oh. Here is the 2-0 pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Two balls, one strike now to Braden Pelkey. Brooks into the line. Swing and a miss. Pelkey didn't get that one. And it's 2-2. Two and two. Swung on, hit off the end of the bat, foul, and off the roof of the Southern Union dugout and out of play. So still two and two to Pelkey. He's looking for his first hit of the season. He's only played in one game prior to today, 0 for 3 so far this year. And there is that first hit, a solid single, back through the box and into center field. He got a two-strike pitch. Looked like it was down maybe a little bit away from him. Got his arms extended and hit it solidly in the center for a base hit. Third hit of the day for the Pirates. Second time they've had the leadoff man on. And Pelkey's down at first for Brandon, Brendan York, excuse me, second baseman, number nine hitter. York swings at the first pitch, hits it in the air to center. Sire on the run, makes the catch on the sinking line drive, and that's out number one. Pretty hard hit ball there. A little bit of a sinking line drive, but it was coming back towards Sire. And Sire able to run it down. And we've got one out here in the third. Runner still at first. 
Throw over to first. Pelkey dives back. Half acre. Leadoff man in the box now. Swung on and hit to second. That could be two. Borgert feeds Phillips. The turn is good. The throw is good. And a double play. The second one for Southern Union in this ball game. And that ends the innings. We will go to the bottom of the third. Still no score. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Going to the bottom of the third inning, no score. Southern Union, Chattahoochee Valley. Final game of the Southern Union Invitational here on a sunny, cool, but warmer than it's been Sunday afternoon. This is the warmest day of this three-game tournament. And Cooper Schwalbach will lead things off, the right fielder. Has worked his way into the starting lineup in right field. He takes outside for ball one. Schwalbach came on as a pinch hitter in both of the first two games. Had an RBI double in a pinch hit roll on Friday. And has gotten himself into the starting lineup with his good work off the bench. Pitch bounces up there. And that runs the count to 2-1 and one now to Cooper Schwalbach. Here is the 2-1 pitch from Zach Smith. Check swing, fouled, and it bounces back towards the backstop. And that'll even things up at two balls, two strikes to Schwalbach. 2-2 pitch, swung on. He was fooled, but it bounced up there. They're going to have to throw him out. Doman throws it, almost got by the first baseman. Good play down there by Willoughby. And Schwalbach is thrown out on the strikeout for out number one. That off-speed pitch fooled Cooper Schwalbach. He tried to check his swing, knew that he went too far, took off running, and almost made a made them make a bad play. But all that action, and it's out number one. And Griffin Usher will bat for the first time this weekend. Usher getting the start behind the plate after Austin Brewer started the first two games for Southern Union at that position. 
Usher took a ball. He takes another one, and it's 2-0. and Usher comes in, hitting 250 on the season. Pitch is low again. Ball three. One for four. He's played in two games before today. Old automatic, 3-0 fastball right through there. It's 3-1. and one. And Brewer has been swinging a hot bat. It's been tough to take him out of the lineup, but Usher gets his shot today as he swings and fouls it back and runs the count full, 3-2. and two. Here is the 3-2 pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. We'll do it again. And the shadow's creeping across the field. The lights are on here at the Bison Baseball Stadium. As everyone gets ready for another 3-2, and it's high and away, ball four. So Usher works a walk. He's down at first. With one out for the second baseman, Riley Borgert. Borgert takes high for ball one. And Smith struggling with his control a little bit here in the third. That's the first walk of the game for either team. And they just called a balk on Zach Smith. So Usher down at second. Now with one out. He's in scoring position. And Smith just got word from the umpire on what he did. I'm not sure. My eyes were on the batter. So I did not see what he did to cause that balk. But not much argument from Anywhere on Chattahoochee Valley side. Pitch bounces up there. It's ball two. So the walk, the balk, and now a 2-0 count to Borgert. Smith might be a little bit rattled here. pitch paints the corner outside. Called strike, two and one now. To Griffin Usher, excuse me, to Borgert. Usher down at second. 2-1 pitch. Call strike outside corner at the knees, and it's 2-2. Two two. So Smith has recovered. And they just called another balk. And that is going to get the Chattahoochee Valley coach out of the dugout. to try to explain to his pitcher what he's doing. And again, I didn't see that. <laughs> Did you see it? No. I'm sitting. Yeah. In between pitches, I'm looking down, and I didn't see. It's on the on the rubber. Okay. Apparently, it's a twitch of his back foot. 
on the rubber. The umpires explain it to the coach as he's walking away. But that's two box in the past three pitches. And Griffin Usher is at third base. And this may simplify things for Zach Smith. He's just going to go to the windup. And the Chattahoochee Valley infield will come in, try to cut off the run at home with one out and a runner at third in a no-score no ball game. A 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball just missed the inside corner. Borgert took it for a ball, and it's 3-2. and two. Three-two pitch. Call, strike three, outside corner. Borgert took it. Thought he might have had a walk, but it caught the corner, and he's out number two. So Usher's still down at third. And Brody Sire, top of the order, leadoff man, in there with a chance to plate the game's first run. If he can get a base hit right here, almost hit him. Up and in to Sire. One ball, no strikes. The 1-0 pitch. Swung on, hit straight up. In the air, York drifting back. Halfacre comes in. York makes the catch, stumbles and falls, but holds on to the baseball. In shallow left center field. So a little bit of a tricky play, but the shortstop, Brendan York, makes it. And that's out number three of the third. The Bison get a runner two-third on a walk and two box, but they leave him stranded. And we'll go to the fourth inning. Still no score between Southern Union and Chattahoochee Valley. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Chattahoochee Valley coaches are having a conversation right now with the home plate umpire as we get ready for the top of the fourth inning. No score between Southern Union and Chattahoochee Valley. And he's talking about those box. There were two box called on Pirates pitcher Zach Smith last inning. And as I'm watching this conversation, the coach is miming, tapping his foot on the rubber. And apparently that was what the issue was with Zach Smith. And he's trying to, the coach is trying to get the umpires to understand or at least create a mutual understanding so that Zach Smith knows what he can and can't do out there. And it looked like a, a friendly end to the conversation, so hopefully they get that squared away. Certainly don't want to see a game decided on box. And Cade Brooks faces the number two, three, four hitters in the lineup 
for the Pirates here to start the fourth. No score. And he fires a ball to Mason Land. And here's the 1-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. Fast one got by Land, and it's 1-1. One one. Land grounded out to third his first time up. Came into today with cartoon numbers. Ball bounces up there, and it's 2-1. and one. Land hitting 545 on the season, 12 for 22. A double, a home run, and five RBIs among those 12 hits. So he's been red hot this season. Takes a breaking ball of beauty. Paints the outside corner, called strike. It's two and two. Brooks has been sharp against a very aggressive Pirate lineup. They've made a habit of swinging at the first pitch. But Brooks is obliged, throwing lots of strikes. Pitch just misses the corner. Usher was set up off the plate. Brooks hit the mitt. But the ball was just a little outside, and it's a full count now to Mason Land. 3-2. Hit the other way through the gap hole and on the left side and into left field for a base hit. So Land continues his good hitting. Just about nobody's been able to get him out. And he's at first with a leadoff single here in the fourth. And Brandon Willoughby, the man who drove in eight runs yesterday, eight RBI day, swings and smashes one on a line to left. Kelly comes in, now retreats, has to take it on a bounce. Hard hit ball. Went deep into left field, but Kelly there to cut it off, and Land was held to... Second base. So back-to-back singles by Land and Willoughby, and they're at first and second with nobody out here in the fourth. And Dylan Rogers, the right fielder, will hit. Brooks, breaking ball, called strike. 0-1 to Rogers. That was a good pitch. To start him off, as I said, they've been aggressive. Swing of that first pitch, a lot of those have been fastballs. He mixed it up there, did Brooks. Started him off with a breaking ball. And he's ahead in the count, 0-1. 0-1 pitch. Catches the corner, called strike, 0-2. A strikeout would be just what the doctor ordered right here. Brooks turns back towards second. Let's land know he's aware of him back there. Now Brooks is set. Comes home, 0-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. Looked like something off speed. Rodgers was out in front. The pitch was away, and he missed it. And that is a strikeout, first strikeout of the day for Brooks. 
And a perfect time for it. And as now there's one out. Runners still at first and second. The Bison have already turned two double plays today, so maybe a third could get them out of this inning as Cooper Doman stands at the plate. Catcher grounded out to third his last time up. He takes a called strike. It's 0-1. Doman comes into the game hitting 389 for the season, a homer and seven RBIs. Waits the 0-1 pitch. Here it comes. Swing and a miss, 0-2. He chased something low there. Wasn't able to get the bat down to it. And Brooks, again ahead. No balls, two strikes. He got the strikeout last batter. In this situation against Rodgers. Let's see what he comes up with for Doman. Pitch is high, fastball. Wanted to see if Doman would chase. He did not. And it's one and two. Brooks comes set at the belt, looks back to second, comes home, swing, and a base hit into center field. That's going to get down in front of Sire. That'll score a run, and it's one to nothing. Chattahoochee Valley, Doman slaps one into center for an RBI single, third hit of the inning. As Land comes around from second to score the game's first run, Willoughby had to stop at second. So the situation remains the same. Runners at first and second, one out. For Brett Pitts, the DH. Pitch from Brooks is up and in. It's 1-0 to Pitts, who singled his first time up in the second inning. And a visit from Usher out to Brooks on the mound. They were done. Now Usher had another thought. And he goes back. Now they're done. So Pitt's in the box. One ball, no strikes to him. And Brooks is ready to deliver. He does. Breaking ball is high. It's 2-0. and oh. Don't want to compound the problem here by walking anybody. See if Brooks can battle back. The 2-0 pitch, low and in, ball three. That's where we saw things sort of get out of hand yesterday for Southern Union. They gave up a couple of base runners, an error, a base hit, and then the pitcher started getting wild. Walks, hit batsman. As the 3-0 pitch is right through there for a called strike, 3-1. And, 
And before you know it, John A. Logan had a six-run inning. You want to stay away from that if you can right here, if you're Southern Union. A run in, two on right now. First and second are the runners. One out here in the top of the fourth. And a 3-1 pitch coming to Brett Pitts. He swings and fouls it off at the plate. Good job by Brooks battling back in this count. And he gets ready for the full count pitch to Pitts. Runners get their leads from first and second. Now a look back to second. And not a bad idea there by Brooks with a full count. Only one out. Maybe you catch those runners taking off. But Willoughby was wise to it and went back to second. Runners not going. Swung on and hit to third. Collins collects it. Throws to second for the sure out. The turn is not going to be in time. But they do get the lead runner there at second. And Pitts reaches on the fielder's choice at first. On the play, Willoughby advances to third. So they're at the corners now with two outs. And Brooks, one batter away from getting out of this with allowing just one run. Pitch is a strike to Colin Harris, who grounded out to first his first time up. That one bounced on the lip of the grass and the circle. Usher had no chance, and a run comes home. 60 feet, 6 inches to home plate. That one went about 52 feet. <laughs> they got that artificial turf circle around the batter's area. And it looked like that ball hit right on the lip of that artificial turf and the natural grass. Bounced up over Usher. He had no chance to stop that ball. And a run comes home, and it's two to nothing. The 1-1 pitch. Out of the zone, 2-1 and one now to Harris. Pitts down at second now after that wild pitch. That one is high and away, and it's three and one now. You beat yourself up mentally a little bit as a pitcher when you do something like that, a pitch that was that bad, it was that short of the plate. He knows he didn't execute that pitch very well. You almost feel a little embarrassed as a pitcher when you do something like that. And it can, that feeling can linger for a couple of pitches. He's got to put that away and get back to the task at hand with Harris. Here comes the 3-1 pitch from Brooks. Just low, and that's ball four. That was a pretty good pitch, but it just missed. And the inning continues as Harris draws a walk. So two outs still. Pitts at second, Harris at first, Pelkey the batter. 
He singled his last time up. And Brooks steps off. Pitch. Breaking ball called strike. Good one from Brooks there to get ahead 0-1. Long look in from Brooks. Now he's got the sign. He's ready to go. The 0-1 pitch swung on off his fist in the air in front of the Southern Union dugout, but nobody can get to it. And it's strike two. That one went right off the fists of Pelkey. Oh, sting. His hands were rattled on that one, I'm sure. So it's an 0-2 count to Pelkey, the third baseman for the Pirates. Here with two outs, two runs in, two men on, top of the fourth inning. The pitch called strike three. Pelkey froze, watched it go by, and that ends the inning, but not before Chattahoochee Valley puts two across, and the Bison will come to bat, trailing it two to nothing when we come back for the bottom of the fourth. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie, or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Bison trailing it now two to nothing as the Pirates push two across in the top of the fourth. And the Bison will have the two, three, four hitters due up here in the bottom of the fourth inning they try to do something about this 2-0 lead against Zach Smith and the undefeated Pirates of Chattahoochee Valley. Phillips has the only hit of the day so far for Southern Union. He singled back in the first. He leads things off, takes a ball. And he's ahead in the count, 1-0. Swung on, popped up, foul territory. That's going to get out of play. 
over the seats. And that'll even the count at one and one. Essentials. One ball, one strike to Clayton Phillips. He was fooled. He grounds weakly to short. York has it on the run, throws and gets Phillips by a step, and that's out number one in the fourth. Coming up to bat, number 32, Casey Clark. Not a good swing there by Phillips. He reached for a pitch that was away from him. He was out in front of it. Just hit a weak ground ball out to short, and York was up to the task. So with one out, nobody on in the fourth. Casey Clark, the batter for Southern Union. Breaking ball dives at his feet. He takes it for a ball. It's 1-0. and Clark hits one in the air. Left center field. Harris, half acre converge. It's half acre who calls him off and makes the catch in left center field in the gap just shy of the warning track. That ball was hit up in the air. Probably went a little further thanks to the wind blowing in that direction. Wasn't hit particularly hard. So two outs here in the fourth. Jake Spivey, the hitter. Takes a breaking ball for a ball. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, Tim, you've been over here three days now, and we've had wind in probably three different directions all three days. <laughs> right. There's a base hit maybe up the middle. Yes, diving attempt by York. I thought maybe for a second he might get to it. Coming up the bat. But Spivey gets a two-out single. Yeah. And what do you think about pitching on Yeah, Logan Ross is special now. He's, he had a perfect game through four innings. Uh, he was he was really on point. And really, you know, he came into that game. He hadn't allowed a run all year. And he ended up allowing four runs, but his ERA is still only in the ones. Right. I mean, he's, he's, he's the real deal. They said he's going to Troy after he's done here this season. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a D1 guy for sure. I'm telling you this, with Logan Ross on the mound – Southern, he's an equalizer. Southern Union could beat any team they play when he pitches. He's he's that good. Pitches in the dirt, runner goes. Spivey steals it. Doman couldn't handle the pitch. Spivey picked a good one to go on as the breaking ball bounced up there. Yeah, I was riding, headed down south for a meeting over the weekend and, and listened to you calling it, and it was just as exciting listening to you call it. You know, it's, it's sitting right here watching. It, it was he done an outstanding job. Absolutely, it was it was a treat to watch. So the stolen base by Spivey, and Will Kelly has worked to count in his advantage. He's up two two one. Two balls and a strike with two outs and a runner at second. And a base hit could cut this lead in half. Kelly grounded out to second his first time up. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Hit in the air to center. Half acres going back. Now he slows down. Camps out underneath it and makes the catch. Kelly gives it a ride, but not far enough to do any damage. And the Bison leave a man stranded at second. As we go to the fifth, Chattahoochee Valley leading it 2 to nothing. 
The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Top of the fifth inning. Chattahoochee Valley coming to bat. The owners of a two to nothing lead in this ball game. They put two across in the fourth. An RBI single by Doman, a wild pitch. Accounted for those two runs. And Cade Brooks back on the mound for his fifth inning of work for Southern Union. Been a pretty good start for Brooks. He's worked around in some trouble. Got the benefit of a couple of double plays to end the first and third innings. And we'll see how he fares facing the 9-1-2 hitters in the order. Brendan York, the second baseman, will lead things off. Takes the ball in the dirt. It's 1-0. I say it's in the dirt. Technically, it's not in the dirt because there's no dirt there. <laughs> That's a, a turf area, as I mentioned earlier. Uh-oh. That got the umpire where you does not want to get hit. He slams his fist in pain. That bounced up and got past Usher and got a piece of the umpire. And he is on all fours. I was looking to see if Tapley's going. And we'll, we'll take a break, step aside, and let them tend to the umpire back after this. The grass is growing and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. 
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes, or take control of that meeting in your red high heels, or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. All right, the umpire's back on his feet. He's trying to collect himself. All I can say is he got hit in a delicate area, and all you can do is is just wait until the pain subsides. That's <laughs> really there's no other solution there. And he seems to be okay. There's smiles from Coach Aaron Everett. Every man in the building has been there at some point. They're going to give him as much time as he needs when they, as they do. We're working our way back towards restarting play here. It's a 2-0 count to Brendan York leading off the fifth inning. And it looks like everybody's going to be ready to go here in just a few moments. Final game of the Southern Union Invitational. It's been a good weekend, good baseball. Lots of action among these four teams. Southern Union has split its prior two games, one Friday, lost yesterday, and hoping to beat a very good Chattahoochee Valley team here today. They got a little bit of a hill to climb as they trail it two to nothing, and we're back ready for play as Brooks goes into the wine in the 2-0 pitch. Misses the outside corner. And it's 3-0 now to Brendan York, who flied out to center field his first time up. And he takes ball four. That one bounced. And York reaches once again. Fourth time in five innings that the Pirates have had the leadoff man on. And Aaron Everett will come out and talk to his pitcher and his infielders. Trailing two to nothing and facing a pitcher in Zach Smith that has been in complete control for the Pirates. He's allowed just two hits through the first four innings. And Aaron Everett does not want this lead to get any bigger than it already is. That's going to be the end of the day for Cade Brooks. We'll talk about the new pitcher when we come back right after this. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com.
Well, the new pitcher for Southern Union is right-hander Andrew Cronin. We saw him pitch and pick up a save in the game on Friday. He comes in with no record, but this is his fourth appearance. He's gone four and two-thirds innings, allowed three hits, no runs, nine strikeouts in that time, and he's three for three in save opportunities. He's really been the man that Southern Union has turned to when they've had a late lead. Cronin has served as the closer. That's not the role right now. And kind of a curious decision. Interesting to see how long Cronin will stay in this game. Maybe a situation where he would go longer than normal since Southern Union, I believe, is not scheduled to play again. But they leave out. Right, they're playing up in Spartanburg this weekend, but I don't know if they play before that, and that may factor into how long Cronin is in this game. Let's just look it up here. Tim, why are you looking it up and getting ready for his first pitch? Uh, girls, Southern Union Bison girls, 163-47 over Lawson. Good for them. Makeup game for them back early a couple weeks ago when the girls had to postpone. Yeah, the the Bison aren't scheduled to play again until Saturday up in Spartanburg, so that could lead to Cronin staying in here for a while. Obviously, depending on how effective he is, but he's been one of the best pitchers for the Bison here in the early part of the season, and he's worked a one-one count to the leadoff man Reed Halfacre with a runner at first. After the leadoff walk, nobody out. Bunt attempt, fouled at the plate. And it's one and two to half acre. Half acre. Single to lead off the game. But was wiped out on a spectacular double play by Riley Borgert out at second. Then he himself grounded into a double play back in the third. He takes the ball and the count is even two and two. Breaking ball, just got a piece of it, stayed alive, and we'll do another 2-2 pitch. So he has an adequate name, unique name to play center field where he can cover <laughs> a half acre, you know. So. That's right. <laughs> He's got to live up to his name yeah. sometimes. Pitch called strike three. Cronin comes in, firing strikes, gets half acre looking, and that's the first out in the fifth. And Mason Land will be the hitter. Land takes called strike outside corner. Land one for two. He singled, came around to score the first run in the fourth. And as I mentioned, hitting well over 500 on the season. Takes outside. 
And that'll even the count at one and one. Pitch bounces up there, runner goes. Throw down by Usher is not going to be in time. Oh, Phillips wanted it, though. The runner slid over the bag a little bit. Phillips turned around and tried to tag him, thought he may have, may have come off the base. But the umpire said, no, he was there. And it's a stolen base for Brendan York. He's down at second now with one out. And we'll call it a stolen base. I don't think he broke right away on the pitch. He saw that ball bounce and just read it really well, got a good jump, and got down there. And Usher had a hard time handling it. Wasn't able to make a good throw. And there stands York at second base. Pitch is low, so it's 3-1 and one now to Mason Land. Swung on and hit hard to right sit right field. Schwalbach going back. Now he turns, comes back in, makes the catch. The runner tags from second and will make it without a throw. The long fly ball to right. Land is retired for out number two. And York advances to third on the fly ball. So he's down there with two outs now. And Brandon Willoughby at the plate. Sidearm delivery by Cronin. That one sails wide, and it's 1-0. and We've seen that arm slot by Cronin. We saw him use that a lot in the first game on Friday. And he goes to it again against Willoughby, who fouls it out of play to even the count at 1-1. One and one. and it's, it's really kind of a 50-50 mix. You just... There's no rhyme or reason to when he uses it, but he'll use that sidearm just as much as he'll use that overhand. Keep trying to keep the hitters off stride. Sidearm again. Will it be late? Rifles it into the Southern Union dugout for strike two. So one ball, two strikes to a good hitter. Will it be one for two? He's Singled, came around and scored a run, and he's out in front of one, hits it in the air to left field. Kelly ranging towards the foul line. He's got room and makes the catch for out number three. So Cronin works around the leadoff walk and gets all three batters that he faces here in the fifth. And we will go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. Chattahoochee Valley leading Southern Union two to nothing. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. 
The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Headed to the bottom of the fifth. Southern Union trailing Chattahoochee Valley two to nothing. Coming up to bat number 22, Thomas Collins. Bison, Bison trying to solve the riddle that has been higher pitcher Zach Smith. Bison have had just three base runners, two hits and a walk for Southern Union so far through four innings. And it'll be the six, seven, eight spots for the Bison. Here in the fifth, Thomas Collins, the second baseman, will lead things off. He shows bunt, takes a ball. It's 1-0. Collins 0-for-1, grounded out to second his first time around. Swung on. He was late on that fastball, fouled it off. It's 1-1. One one. One-one pitch. Up and away, ball two. <clears throat> that one caught the corner. Called strike. Two balls, two strikes now to Collins. Smith into the wind, comes home, pitches high. Collins laid off, started to offer, held up, and that'll run the count full, three and two. Three balls, two strikes to Thomas Collins, leading off the fifth for Southern Union. Here's the pitch. Called strike three right through there. Collins tried to sell it. <laughs> Maybe he thought it was low. But that pitch had all of the plate. And he's caught looking on a strike three at the knees. One out here in the fifth for Southern Union. And Cooper Schwalbach, the batter. Breaking ball dives off the plate. 1-0 to Schwalbach. Walbach struck out his first time around. Four strikeouts for Zach Smith now as Schwalbach's late on a fastball. Swings through it. It's one and one. One-one pitch. Late again. They got a piece of it. Fouled it out of play. It's one and two. Two pitch under his hands, low. Taken for a ball. That even things up at two balls, two strikes to Schwalbach. Swung on, fouled off. 
the screen straight back. The ball lands at the feet of the umpire. He picks it up and puts it in his pocket. And we'll do another 2-2 pitch. Here it is. That one's up. Schwalbach has worked it full. As I said, just one walk so far for Smith. Make it two. He fired a fastball low. Schwalbach laid off. And he's down at first with one out. He's starting maybe to wear down. It is the second time through the order, so these Southern Union hitters have seen what he has. Maybe they can start to dial in on it. Runner at first. Pitch from Smith called strike outside corner to Griffin Usher. Usher was on the base paths after all. He, he did draw that one previous walk in the third, and he was on the paths when Smith was called for those two balks. Usher went all the way around to third, but was stranded there. Schwalbach, good lead at first. Pitch to Usher, called strike. Outside corner, 0-2. So after the walk, Zach Smith has worked that outside corner to Usher and gotten ahead. No balls, two strikes. Runner goes, pitches in the dirt. There will not be a throw, and Schwalbach steals it. Again, good fortune there on the decision of when to steal, what pitch to steal on. That ball bounced. Doman had to drop to a knee and just block it. No chance to pick it up and make a throw. Schwalbach down at second now with one out. And a one-two count to Usher. Call strike three. Usher froze. A beauty of a breaking ball. Second strikeout of the inning. Two down now for number nine hitter Riley Borger. Borger takes a fast strike right through there. It's 0-1. And this has been kind of a problem for Southern Union. The getting base runners and having runners on the paths has not been a problem. Getting them home has been a little bit of an issue. Here's a ground ball up the middle. York fields it in front of the bag, throws on the run, and gets Borger to end the inning. And we'll finish that thought when we come back. As we go to the sixth inning, Chattahoochee Valley leading Southern Union two to nothing. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Getting ready to start the top of the sixth inning. Southern Union trailing Chattahoochee Valley 2 to nothing. Tim Altor, Matt Knight with you on the headsets. Adam Slay in the building also. Here on iSchool Sports Network. Appreciate y'all watching and listening all weekend as we've had a, a fun weekend of Southern Union baseball. It's been our pleasure to bring it to you, all the action live here from Wadley. And just to go into what we were saying before the break, talking about runners stranded as Southern Union left another runner stranded on base that last half inning. The Bison left 13 runners on base yesterday. They left 14 on base on Friday. In the, in the 18 innings in those two games, they left the bases loaded four times. And it's just a situation where you've had all these opportunities. And, yes, they scored 10 runs on Friday because there's a ground ball off the bat of Dylan Rogers. Phillips throws him out for out number one. All those opportunities, Southern Union scored 10 runs, but it could have been a lot more. And eventually that comes back to roost. You look at Southern Union as a team coming into yesterday they were hitting just 222 as a team with runners in scoring position. So I don't know if Coach Aaron Everett is going to address that this early in the season. It could just be a situation where he kind of lets that average out as that ball is swung on and hit foul down the left field line off the bat of Doman. But that's runners left on base is not something where you want to see high numbers, and that's been the case so far for Southern Union. Doman, 0-1 count, swinging again. Hits another one foul on the third baseline. And it's 0-2. Cronin back out there for his second inning of work. And he's been sharp. Gotten all four batters that he's faced so far. The 0-2 pitch to Doman. Breaking ball, a beauty called strike. And Doman goes down looking. Second strikeout for Cronin. And two quick outs here in the sixth. As Brett Pitts, the designated hitter, comes to the plate for the third time today. Pitts takes a breaking ball, called strike, outside corner, 0-1. 
Pitts one for two. He singled in the second, reached on a fielder's choice in the fourth. Swung on, fouled straight back off the roof of the overhang of the seating area and back into the field. Umpire goes, picks it up. And it's another 0-2 count. Cronin trying to get him 1-2-3 here in the sixth. He's one strike away. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Called strike three. He painted it with a fastball. And back-to-back strikeouts to end the sixth for Andrew Cronin. And we will go to the bottom half of the inning, still 2 to nothing, Chattahoochee Valley. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Time to wake up those bats for the Southern Union Bison. They've had just two hits through the first five innings, and they trail it two to nothing as we go to the bottom of the sixth. Coming up the bat, number two. And credit to Pirate pitcher Zach Smith. He's been in complete control through the first five innings. Third time now through the order for Southern Union is Brody Sire. Steps to the plate to lead things off. Sire 0 for 2, struck out and popped a short. Swinging at the first pitch, hits a chopper to second. Land charges, throws on the run, gets his man. One pitch, one out in the sixth. Coming up to bat, number 19, Clayton Phillips. Clayton Phillips will be the hitter. And he has one of those two Bison hits, a single back in the first. He was eliminated from the base pass on an inning-ending double play in that inning. Takes the first pitch high. It's 1-0. That one is just off the plate, low and away, 2-0 to Clayton Phillips, the shortstop today. He swings and hits one in the air. Shallow center field, half acre, drifts over, and makes the catch for out number two. Coming up to bat, number 32, Casey Clark. Loud, thunder, heavy rain, 
Two outs, none on. Casey Clark, the batter. Clark over two. Grounded into that double play that I just mentioned. And has flied out to center. First pitch to him is high. Taken for ball. 1-0 to Clark. Swung on, hit right off the end of the bat. It's going to be back to the pitcher. Smith fields, sets his feet, and throws, and the innings don't get much easier than that for Chattahoochee Valley as the Bison go 1-2-3 in the sixth. We go to the seventh. Still 2-0, Chattahoochee Valley leading it. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Bottom of the order due up for the Pirates in the top of the seventh as they lead it two to nothing against Southern Union in this final game of the Southern Union Invitational here on Sunday afternoon. Colin Harris, Braden Pelkey, Brendan York scheduled to hit for Chattahoochee Valley. And Harris steps in to that left-hand hitter's batter's box. 0 for 1. He grounded to first and walked. Pitch from Cronin, low and away. And just as we thought, Cronin still out there. As we said, Cronin, his typical role is the closer, but he's getting some extended innings here. There's a fly ball to shallow center. Sire comes in and makes the catch for out number one in the seventh. Southern Union not playing again until next Saturday. Cronin can go as long as he's able. And be well rested for that weekend series up in Spartanburg. First pitch to Pelkey. Low and in. Ball one. Side arm comes in on him, and he smashes it into left. Line shot. Base hit off the bat of Pelkey with one out. That's the first hit off of Cronin. And Cronin dropped down and delivered a little bit of a spinner there. That breaking ball stayed up, and Pelkey was able to jump on it and lace it into left. So he's at first with one out. Cronin delivers another shot, past third and into left field. And Pelkey moves up 90 feet. 
And back-to-back -back singles have them at first and second now with one out for the Pirates. So the bottom of the order getting things started offensively for Chattahoochee Valley. And now back to the top with Halfacre. He's one for three. Single, grounded into a double play and struck out. Cronin delivers, bounces it up there. Good job by Usher behind the plate. Belke had a thought of going to third on that pitch. But Usher secured it quickly and prevented that from happening. One ball, no strikes to Halfacre. Pitch from Cronin. Just missed the corner. And it's 2-0. Cronin comes set, looks back, comes home. Check swing, called strike, it's two and one. Fastball on the outside corner from Cronin. And here is the 2-1 pitch. Off speed and up, but he got away with it as Halfacre swung through it. And it's two and two. Two-two pitch, swung on, hit in the air, but foul. And out of play over the Chattahoochee Valley bullpen. So we'll do another 2-2 pitch, and Cronin steps off. That might have come from Usher. He may have wanted to cycle back through the signs there. Now they're ready to go. Throw back to second. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Good thing you took a shave this morning. <laughs> Phillips caught that one right on the ear of Pelkey. If the glove hadn't been there, it would have hit him in the head. Two-two pitch is wide, and that'll run the count full. Three balls, two strikes. Southern Union already trailing it two to nothing. One out here in the seventh. Here's the 3-2 pitch, swung on, fouled off. We'll do it again. Three strikeouts for Cronin. So far, 3-2 pitch, swung on, fouled off again. That one will get out of play. Halfacre putting up a fight. On, 
Cronin comes set, another 3-2 pitch. Here it comes. Swung on and hit into left, base hit. See what they do with the runner. They're going to wave him. Kelly comes up throwing. The throw is cut off, and a run scores. It's 3 to nothing. And check on Pelkey. An awkward slide. He's, he's hobbling. Yeah, that AstroTurf and everything, you got to pick up them cleats or them spikes. I hope he's not hurt. That's That would be a shame to be injured on that type of play where he's just sliding into home plate and scoring a run. Should be celebrating. Hopefully that's just a little sprain. For the Chattahoochee Valley third baseman, but as it is, he scores on the base hit by Halfacre, RBI. York stops at second. So still runners first and second, a run in and still only one out. And the trouble part of the order is coming up. Land and Willoughby. Land hits one right off the end of the bat. Fielded at third, thrown over to first. That was the only play for Collins as he had to charge that ball and field it right on the grass. He made the wise move to get the sure out at first. The runners do move up. So half acre at second. York at third now with two outs. And Willoughby at the plate. But a big out there to get Land, who's been red hot. Willoughby takes one in the dirt. It's 1-0. and oh. Will it be one for threes? Popped out, flied out to left and singled. Pitch hit him in the leg. He didn't do much to get out of the way of that one, but it sure did hit him. And he goes down to first, and that'll load the bases. For Dylan Rogers, 0 for 3. He's grounded out twice and struck out. Three hits in the inning. A run across for Chattahoochee Valley. They lead it 3 to nothing now. Bases loaded, two outs. And Cronin delivers a fast strike on the outside corner and gets ahead 0 and 1 to Dylan Rogers. The 0-1 pitch, swung on and grounded a second. Borgert charges, waits for the third hop, picks it up, throws quickly, and gets Rogers for the third out of the inning, but not before the Pirates push another run across, and we'll go to the bottom of the seventh, Chattahoochee Valley leading Southern Union seven to nothing. I mean, three to nothing. <laughs> so seventh, seventh, inning. Inning. seventh yeah. inning, three to nothing is the score. Excuse me, back after this. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. 
Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. New pitcher for Chattahoochee Valley as we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Left-hander Nathan Mapstone on the mound after an excellent outing by Zach Smith, who went six innings, allowed just two hits, two walks, and no runs scored. And he stands to be the winning pitcher if Mapstone can continue the good work. Third appearance of the season for Mapstone. He has not allowed a run in an inning and two-thirds. Two strikeouts, and he's got a save. And good news to see Braden Pelkey back out there at third base. He was the one that came off limping after he scored that run last half inning. But he looks to be no worse for the wear. Back out there at his spot. Number 44, Jake Spivey. It'll be the four, five, six spots in the order for Southern Union in the seventh. You know, Matt, when when I played in college, we had a coach that when we were ice cold like this, had two hits and we were seven innings into the game, he'd take all the bats out of the the bat container in the dugout and throw them out onto the field. (laughs) And he said, we need to wake these bats up. (laughs) Then we had to all go out there and pick up all the bats. (laughs) But. Something needs to start Somebody needs to wake up these bats back. for Southern Union. Definitely. Spivey is taking a couple of balls. He's ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. Spivey does have one of those two hits for Southern Union, a single back in the fourth. He's one for two. 2-0 pitch from Mapstone. Inside corner, called strike. It's 2-1. and one. Swung on, grounded to the left side. And Pelkey is tested right away, and he's up to the task. Good defensive play by Pelkey to spin and throw and get Spivey by a step. Coming out the bat, number 42, Will Kelly. Still looks like he's favoring that leg a little bit. He spun and landed a little gingerly when he made that throw, but did not affect the strength or the accuracy on the throw, good play by Pelkey down at third. One out here in the seventh. And Will Kelly takes a called strike on the outside corner. Kelly, 0 for 2. He's grounded out, flat out to center. 
And he's behind in the count, 0-1. Mapstone delivers, swing and a miss. Good breaking ball. Kelly was a little fooled on that one, and it's 0-2. And we talk about the bats being sleepy for Southern Union, but that's also a credit to Zach Smith and the good work he did on the mound for the Pirates. The 0-2 pitch to Kelly. Swung on, hit weakly, right back to the pitcher. Mapstone comes off the mound, fires to first. In time for out number two. Coming up to bat, number 22, Thomas Collins. Mapstone picking up right where Smith left off. I mean, to my collection, recollection, there hasn't really been that many hard hit balls. No. For Southern Union. It's just been a situation where they have not had good pitches to hit. And again, credit to the pitchers for that. Another slow roller, second base. Land has to charge. Had to collect himself, and those extra steps cost him. It was going to be a tough play anyway, but he wasn't able to get his feet set right to make a throw. He had to take a couple extra steps on the run, and by the time he let go of it, Collins had reached. Call it an infield single for Collins. Two outs, he's at first for Cooper Schwalbach. Schwalbach badly fooled but swung, and it's 0-1. That's a situation where you're looking for a fastball and you're committed to swing at it. It looks like it's coming in in a spot where you could hit it but it's not a fastball. <laughs> it was a breaking ball. And Schwalbach looked bad swinging at that one. And he's down on the count 0-1. That pitch is low, taken for a ball. One ball, one strike to the Southern Union right fielder. Schwalbach. 0 for 1. Swung on line towards second and under the glove of land. Runners will advance to third. And the Bison on the corners with two outs here in the seventh. Coming up to bat, number 15, Austin Brewer. And we'll get a pinch hitter for Griffin Usher. Austin Brewer, who started at catcher the first two games of this weekend series. And I would assume he'll stay in and finish up this game behind the plate after pinch hitting for his counterpart, Griffin Usher, who started the game at catcher here today. And Griffin's called a good game. He, you know, he got to get his practice in or get his time in and uh, give Brewer a little break. Uh, that's absolutely right, especially early in the season. You're talking about a coach and Aaron Everett who's still trying to figure out what he's got. Mm -hmm. you got to give these guys some innings and give them a chance to prove themselves. And Usher had a, definitely had a good game defensively behind the plate. He blocked the ball well, framed it well. He would have liked to have a better day hitting, but I think all the Bison could say that at this point. Definitely. Swung on by Brewer, hit back to the mound. 
Mapstone gets it, throws accurately to first, and that will end the inning. And again, the Bison strand a couple of runners after getting them on the corners with two outs. And we will go to the eighth, Southern Union trailing it three to nothing. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services reference here independent of SPF. Top of the eighth inning. It's getting late. Southern Union trailing it three to nothing. Andrew Cronin back out there for the Bison. On the mound. Cronin's done well, but the broadcaster Jinx worked on him as well. He came into the game having not allowed a single run this season. He gave up one last inning. Got Logan Ross real real well with that jinx on Friday. Messed up his perfect game. He gave up his first run of the season. But Cronin back out there trying to keep things right where they are. Maybe let Southern Union rally. The game's not out of reach. Three runs down. That can be accomplished in a hurry. But you got to keep them where they are as Cronin will face the five, six, seven spots. Doman, Pitts, and Harris do up for the Pirates. First pitch swinging. Doman didn't get it. It's 0-1. Doman one for three. Had an RBI single back in the fourth. He's also grounded out and struck out. He struck out looking his first time up against Cronin. Back in the sixth. Swing and a miss again. Doman having trouble lining up that sidearm delivery from Cronin. Oh, and two now to the Pirate catcher. Pitch. That one stays wide. And it's one and two now. Other side arm, pops straight up, foul territory. Brewer gives it a look. Did he catch it? I don't think nope. so. <laughs> he is right by the backstop, and that is Brewer back in there as we anticipated after he pinch hit for Usher. And that ball did come down in play, or in the field of play, rather. But he was not able to make the catch, and we are shielded by the 
the elevation of the backstop there. We were not able to see it clearly, but no signal of an out. Doman continues to hit. One, two, the count. Pitch from Cronin. Breaking ball. Inside corner. Call. Strike three. So Doman down looking for the second time in a row. Cronin's gotten him both times. That was a pitcher's pitch there. Sort of a front door breaking ball that clipped the inside corner of the plate. On its way in, nothing Doman could do. There's another breaking ball, and that one is smashed into left center field by Pitts. And he's on with a one-out single. Second hit of the day for Pitts. Colin Harris will be the batter. One out and a runner at first. Throw over. Pitts dives back. First pitch to Harris. Bowing away, ball one. Harris 0 for 2 with a walk today. Mentioned it's his first start of the season for the Pirates. So this is his first at-bats of the year. And he's still looking for that first hit. Takes a called strike at the knees inside corner. It's 1 and 1. That one stays off the plate outside. Two balls and a strike now to Colin Harris. Two-one pitch, swing and a miss. Fastball has some good action on it, tailing. Harris was late, and it's two and two. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Took something off. Had Harris off stride, and it struck him out. Second strikeout of the inning. For Cronin. Fifth of the game. And Pelkey, the hitter, now with two outs and a runner at first. Pitt's still down at first. After the one-out single, Pelkey takes a called strike on the outside corner. Pelkey, two for three. He's been trouble in the eight spot. A couple of singles. Came around to score that third run in the seventh. He takes one just off the plate outside to even the count at one and one. Pelkey gave us that scare when he slid home on that run. He came up hobbling, hopping on one leg back to the dugout. But he received treatment and hits one slowly up third. Cronin picked it up in fair territory. And it's going to be an infield single. That ball was dying, coming to a rest. I don't know if he lets it go if it goes foul. It was certainly headed that direction. But it was nearly stopped when Cronin picked it up. Can't really fault that decision. 
Probably wouldn't have hurt anything to let it go. But as it is, Pelkey has a single that went about 30 feet. So now it's runners first and second with two outs. And Brendan York at the plate. He takes a strike. It's 0-1. York, one for two with a single and a walk. Out of the number nine spot, bottom of the order has been productive, and York reaches again after that one glances him. So the bases are loaded now with two outs. And Halfacre at the plate. He drove one home with a single last inning. One for four. Excuse me, two for four. He's got two hits. Swings and hits it off the end of the bat. Soft liner and into center field. One run will score. They're going to wave the next runner, and he will score as well. And it's five to nothing. First pitch swinging again. Halfacre. Slapped it off the end of the bat. Soft line drive that just got past Phillips and into center field to score two runs. And now that Southern Union comeback becomes that much more difficult. Very hard now. The way that these pirate pitchers have been in shutdown mode. And the Bison Bats have not been able to put up much of a fight. They still have six outs left, and they got to get one more right here to keep things where they're at. Cronin, after the visit to the mound, ready to go now with runners at first and second and two outs. Against Mason Land. Who takes a strike. And it's 0-1 to land. Bison done a pretty good job with him. He came in hitting over 500 on the season. He's just one for four. He has scored a run. Breaking ball and a good one. Called strike two. No balls, two strikes to land the second baseman for the Pirates. Here is the 0-2 pitch. Fastball just missed the outside corner. And it's one ball, two strikes now. York at second. Half acre at first. Two outs. And the 1-2 pitch swung on, grounded to second. Borgert. Waits for the big hop, throws quickly, and gets land for the third out of the inning, but not before the Pirates add two more runs to their lead. And we go to the bottom of the eighth inning, Southern Union trailing at 5 to nothing. 
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Well, we came into this game worried about Mason Land and Brandon Willoughby, the hot hitters for the Pirates. They really haven't been the problem. It's been the 8-9-1 spots in the order for Chattahoochee Valley. Pelkey, York, and Halfacre have done most of the damage, and that was the case the last half inning as they pushed two more runs across. Halfacre, the leadoff man, three for five with three RBIs, and that's when your leadoff man has three RBIs, you know the bottom of your the order is doing good work, and that's been the case for the Pirates today. The Bison will hit here in the bottom of the eighth against Nathan Mapstone on for his second inning of work. It'll be the 9-1-2 spots in the order for Southern Union. Borgert will lead things off. Hit from Mapstone. High and away. Ball one. Borgert. 0 for 2, struck out and grounded to short. Pitch called strike. 1 1 now to Borgert, who's done well defensively. The bat's been quiet, but as we said, that's true of just about everybody in the lineup today for Southern Union. But Borgert has certainly fielded his position well as he takes a ball. And goes up in the count 2-1. Borgert had that spectacular running catch out in sec behind second base back in the first inning. That turned into a double play. And everyone that's come his way since then, he's handled. As he fouls one off. And evens the count at 2-2. Two and two. Breaking ball called strike three. Back door on the outside corner from the left-handed Mapstone. A pitcher's pitch and Borgert just watched it go by for strike three. Tim, while we another batter to come up, uh, you already said the baseball team won't be in action again until this weekend when they go to South Carolina. catch you up on the rest of the team, uh, volleyball will be in action. We'll be covering the video stream tomorrow night. Um, then the softball team will be playing Tuesday, a doubleheader against East Georgia, and then the John A. Logan. They, they changed it. Just, just now. Just now, yeah. yeah. To John A. Logan, and then we'll be back basketball uh, Friday night. Um, so, still a lot of Southern Union action going on around campus. And there'll be a makeup game of women's basketball on Sunday, correct? Next Sunday, that's right. That's right. A week from today. So a busy week of Southern Union Athletics 
right here on the iSchool Sports Network. Thanks for that update, Matt. Sire at the plate. Pitch was on the inside corner, called for a strike. The, he took a couple of pitches out of the zone before that, so he's got himself in a 2-1 count with one out and nobody on here in the eighth. That one, maybe a little bit of a makeup call there. <laughs> Looked like a pretty good pitch, but it's 3-1. and one. The one before that was the one that Sire didn't think was a strike. Pitch, call, strike. Fastball outside corner. It's three and two. Sire looking for his first hit. He's 0 for three. Swung on, fouled off. He stays alive to see another full count pitch. Sire struck out in the first. Popped a short in the third. Grounded out to second in the sixth. Three-two pitch. Bounces. And Sire draws a walk with one out. Hey, it's a base runner. Coming up to bat, number 19. And that's always the philosophy when you're behind base runners. Get runners on base. Don't make outs. Those outs are precious right now. You only got five left. You got five runs to score before you make those five outs. And base runners will get you there. They got one. Sire's down at first. See if Phillips can get him around. Phillips takes low for ball one. That's the first walk for Mapstone after he came on in the seventh. One zero pitch bounces away from the catcher. Sire's going to move on down to second, and that's one in scoring position. And Doman, I don't. That wasn't that bad of a pitch. I think Doman dropped the glove down. It was low. Might have bounced off the heel of the mitt, skipped away from him, and Sire read it well. Got down to second, and a two zero count to Phillips. Pitch, In, inside corner called strike. It's two and one. Here is the two-one pitch. That breaking ball stays wide of the plate, and it's three and one. Nobody throwing in the bullpen for Chattahoochee Valley. Mapstone is the man right now. Although if this runner reaches, that may change. The 3-1 pitch to Phillips. Swung on and grounded off of Phillips. Off his foot or shin. It rolled out towards third base. Phillips dropped to a knee in the batter's box. That one stung him a little bit. And he'll try to walk it off. The umpire will give him a little bit of time. So, Tim, a little bit of history, and I won't, don't want to hold me to the year, but um, it was back probably um, 
89 or, or 90 um, Southern Union won the state tournament that year, and, and that was, they, they still had a region play-in game. As Phillips lines one into the gap in left center field, that'll definitely score a run. Phillips on his horse. He's going to round second. The throw comes in, and he'll stop right there with an RBI double. The Bison finally break through. And it's five to one. So I'm going to do this like I did the other night. I couldn't ever get my story in. <laughs> finish, finish, finish the story, the story. in between yeah. plays. That's right. So, but they were playing in Columbus. Yeah. And he got Oh my! And, and Southern Union had just as good a team that year as uh, as anybody else. And uh, you know, go back and look at the history and and see some missed opportunities. Like I say, play to the last last out, and the last strike, and the last ball. And that's how close it can be uh, between victory and defeat. Just something small like that. Breaking ball to Clark. Called strike. It's 0-1. After the double by Phillips, they threw over to first on an appeal saying maybe Phillips missed first base on his way to second, but they did not win that appeal. So Phillips is safe. Safely down at second base. Clark has a 1-1 count. He swings and fouls it out of play for strike two. Clark 0 for three, grounded into a double play, fly to center and tap back to the pitcher. But signs of life at last from this Southern Union offense here in the eighth. Swung on. Fouled off, and Clark stays alive. And, Matt, we mentioned that there hadn't been a lot of hard-hit balls. That ball off the bat of Phillips was a rocket. It was right in the gap and to the fence. Yeah. Phillips dancing around at second. Has the attention of the pitcher. He comes home and is fouled back. Clark once again lives to see another pitch. Five to one, our score. Southern Union has pushed one across here in the eighth. Trying to add to it. They've got a runner at second with one out. Swung on, and that one's hit hard to right center field. That's going to get over his head, and another run's going to come around to score. Back-to-back -back doubles. Clark's on his horse, and he'll stop at second as Phillips trots home. Coming up to bat, number 44, Jake Spivey. A double-double. And two runs across now. Five to two. And they're running down there to get warm. And as coaches do, He's making a very slow walk to give his pitchers 
some time to get going down in the bullpen. He'll make this meeting last as long as possible because Mapstone has been touched up here in the eighth. A walk to Sire, a double by Phillips, a double by Clark. And it's five to two with Jake Spivey due up to hit and a runner still in scoring position, still only one out in the inning. And now the coach comes back, talks to him just a little bit. Taking as much time as yeah. he possibly can. Uh, everybody knows what he's doing. He's There's not, nothing wrong with it. So Clark down at second after the RBI double. Spivey at the plate. Mapstone into the delivery. Fastball, call strike, outside corner. It's 0-1 to Spivey. Spivey won for three today. He singled back in the fourth. Breaking ball, stays out. It's 1-1. One And folks, we're, we're dodging the shadows and dodging the dim light and everything. We're adjusting our cameras on the fly. Good cut by Spivey. Got a piece of it and fouled it back to the screen. Another one-two pitch. Runner goes. Bounces in the dirt, and Clark is at third without a throw. Casey Clark got a running jump as Mapstone kind of forgot about him. And now Clark 90 feet away with Spivey in a 2-2 count. Low and away for ball three, just missed. A sigh of relief for the Bison. And some shouts of protest from the Pirates. Full count. Base hit into the center field. That took Mapstone's head off. And we got a 5-3 ball game. Southern Union not done yet. Well, I didn't see the bat. Coming up the bat. <laughs> Somebody woke up those bats. Three straight hits for Southern Union after they had three the whole ball game up to that point. And that's going to be the end of the line for Mapstone. As Spivey comes through with an RBI single, his second hit of the day. And how big were those two runs now that Chattahoochee Valley was able to score in the top of this inning. Otherwise, we'd be talking about a tie ball game. We'll step aside, let them get their new pitcher on the mound. We'll tell you who it is 
right after this. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. The Southern Union Bison on the comeback trail. Change of pitchers for Chattahoochee Valley. As the Bison have played at three runs here in the bottom of the eighth, they've cut the lead to five to three. They've chased... Nathan Mapstone out of the ball game, and he'll be replaced by number 30, J.T. Young, a right-hander, who comes in for his fourth appearance of the season. He has not allowed an earned run. Three hits, eight strikeouts in four and a third innings, but four walks also in that time, so control may be a little bit of an issue for Young. We'll see if that comes into play here in the eighth. How we got here. Chattahoochee Valley scored two in the fourth, one in the seventh, and two more in the eighth and built a five-to-nothing lead. Southern Union, through the first seven innings, had just three hits, but they have come to life here in the eighth. After a leadoff strikeout, a walk to Brody Sire, back-to-back RBI doubles by Clayton Phillips and Casey Clark. Jake Spivey followed that up with an RBI single. Spivey's at first with one out, three runs in. And the Bison making a ball game of it in this finale of the Southern Union Invitational. And trying to give Chattahoochee Valley its first loss of the season. The Pirates came in with a record of 7-0. and And Will Kelly steps to the plate against J.T. Young. With one out and runner at first, Spivey gets his lead. Kelly awaits the pitch. Young fires low for ball one. Now a little bit of noise in the dugout. You know, always helps things some too. Sort of feel that momentum all around the ballpark right now. Swing and a miss. Foul tipped into the glove by Kelly. That'll even the count at one and one. One, one pitch, just misses the corner. Good take by Kelly, two and one. Kelly 0 for three. Grounded out twice, flied out to center. 
count in his favor, 2-1. And here's the pitch. Fastball, that one caught the corner at the belt. Two balls, two strikes now to Kelly. Time called. Kelly steps out. Tim, no, you and Adam and Ron's going to Jacksonville in the morning. Hope y'all have a good, safe trip. You're not getting Bring up in the morning with me? Well, yeah, but I need to work. You know, <laughs> I, I told Adam I, I can listen to y'all just as good, you know. Wish I was watching it, but. Uh, <laughs> Playoff basketball, Adam. Adam's heart can't take it. He'll be Adam Slay will have a call for the Hanley Lady Tigers regional finals against old nemesis Aniston up at Jacksonville State tomorrow at 9 a.m. Fourth time they've played this year. Hanley's won one and lost two. But a lot more riding on this one as Kelly swings and misses. And a big out number two for the Pirates. And I was driving yesterday and wasn't able to watch the last basketball game. But it was just as exciting listening to it as it was Friday calling Southern Union baseball. It was a fun, exciting game. That's another little wrinkle in that ball game. Courtney Strain screws the head coach for the Hanley Lady Tigers going for a 100th career victory. Runner goes. Throw down by Doman is late. And Spivey steals it. Second stolen base of the day for Jake Spivey. And true to form, it's about like clockwork. If the Bison have a runner at first with two outs, they're going to try to steal and get him in scoring position. And that strategy plays out and is effective here. Pitch was a ball. And Collins... Takes under his hands. It's 2-0. and A hit from Collins, and we're going to make it interesting. We're going to have a one-run ball game. Just to finish that thought on the Hanley basketball, if they win tomorrow morning, first ever trip to the Final Four for the girls' basketball team at Hanley. They really – something they've been building towards, and – Something they really want. If you've watched and followed them, like you say, it, it, it's, it's been a deal, you know. It's been a building process, and, and uh, Coach Courtney's got their attention and, and believe in what she's doing. And she believes in her players and, uh, and really, really a pressure defense that she puts on and, and causes a lot of headaches for a lot of teams. A wild pitch allows Spivey to get down to third. And Collins in a 3-0 count. If he swings at this pitch, I'll leave and let y'all do the rest of the game by yourself. He's, he's going to be taking 3-0. He does. Call strike inside corner. It's three and one. But you're right, Matt. This is a couple. There's three seniors on that Hanley team. They've been building towards this game 
pretty much their entire high school careers, and it's on the line tomorrow morning. Ball four to Collins. The inning continues. And the tying run is on base. Swalbach. Stranger things have happened, Matt. If he launches one, the Bison would lead. That's exactly right. Get one up in this wind, Cooper. Swalbach 0 for 2 with a walk. He also reached on an error. And the Bison have runners on the corners, two outs. Bottom of the eighth, trailing it 5 to 3. Pitch to Swalbach, inside corner, called strike. It's 0 and 1. Comes set, comes home. Fastball just misses the outside corner, and that'll even the count at one and one. The lack of two out hits, something we mentioned earlier in this game. Boy, it'd be nice to see that change right here for Southern Union. Pitch, swing, and a miss. Big cut by Schwalbach. Didn't catch up to that one. It's one and two. He was thinking like me. Yes. Launch one right out of here. Now he's got to cut down on that swing, see if he can put it in play somewhere, and keep this inning going. One ball, two strikes. Runner goes. Swing and a miss at a high fastball, and that'll end the inning. But a good one for Southern Union. They make life a little more easier as they score three runs in the eighth. And we go to the night. Southern Union trails at 5-3. to three. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Bison have cut into the lead. They trail it 5-3 as we go to the top of the ninth inning. It'll be a new pitcher for Southern Union to try to hold things right where they are. Caleb McGinnis, right-hander on. 
for his first appearance of the season. McGinnis. Out of Hoax Bluff High School, freshman. And he comes in a pressure situation. Ninth inning. His team down by two runs. But they've shown life. They scored three in the bottom of the eighth. It was a five to nothing game. It's a five three game. And Bison want to keep momentum. McGinnis facing the tough part of the order here. Three, four, five spots. Willoughby Rogers and Doman. Do up. First pitch is a called strike. The 0-1 to Willoughby. Taken for a ball. It's one and one. Willoughby had that huge day yesterday. Eight RBI day. But he's been a little bit more quiet today. One for three officially. He singled and was hit by a pitch. He scored a run. He's got the count in his favor, two and one. Pitch is outside and low. Three balls, one strike to Willoughby. Swung on, foul back to the screen. Three and two. Certainly don't want to put the leadoff man on no. in the ninth. See if McGinnis can come up with a pitch here. 3-2. Hit in the air to center field. Not particularly deep. Sire has it in his sights and makes the catch for out number one. So good comeback by McGinnis to get Willoughby. And there's one out in the ninth for Dylan Rogers. Guinness delivers high for ball one. Rogers 0 for 4. He struck out and grounded out three times. Swung on, popped up on the infield. Foul territory. And a basket <laughs> catch by Austin Brewer. Doesn't matter how you do it as long as it doesn't hit the ground. And Brewer makes the catch in foul territory for out number two. I don't know if that was the way he wanted to do that, but necessity makes you do funny things sometimes. And that's always a tricky play. It, you, you see the, the catchers at the, the professional level, and they make it look easy, but even guys at this level that are good and have played the position for a long time, those pop-ups right above the plate are hard to judge. Swung on and fouled out of play by Doman. So you see some funny things like that. That basket catch, that's that's pretty good by Brewer there. Then bounce off a glove into the third baseman's glove. Oh, yeah. The pitcher's glove or first baseman's glove. You're right. It's tricky and funny things have happened. Never, in a, never assume an out on those, no. those pop-ups. Pitch just missed the outside corner, and that will even the count at one and one to Doman. Dolman glad that Andrew Cronin's not on the mound anymore. Cronin struck him out looking twice. Dolman one for four today. 
Takes low. For ball two, two and one. Two-one pitch from McGinnis. He fires a strike on the outside corner. He painted it to even the count at two and two. Good location by McGinnis there. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs. Swung on, fouled out of play. And we'll do it all again. McGinnis into the wind, the 2-2, off speed and hammered. Deep left, but it's hooking and foul. Holy smokes. <laughs> that ball was absolutely launched. But he was out in front of it. A hanging off-speed pitch that Doman sent about 400 feet over onto that hill behind the fence, but just a big, long strike. Foul ball, and we'll do another 2-2 pitch. Don't throw him that one again. Swung on, and he strokes the low fastball into left center field for a base hit. I think Hanley baseball played earlier this week, too, and I think they had a couple wins, didn't they? I'm not sure about the baseball team. I know the softball, yeah, team, softball team had a good went, weekend. Went to, what the tournament up in Woodland and uh, come away champions. But yeah, I, I talked to one of the parents last night, and uh, I think Hamer had a couple wins earlier this week in baseball. All of the county baseball teams will be in Wedowie all this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. As Pitts takes a called strike. 0-1, oh two outs, runner at first after this two-out single by Doman. And Pitts is two for four today. Off-speed pitch inside. Like Pitts might have been waiting for that one to hit him. But it wasn't that far inside, so it's ball one. And McGinnis. Delivers the 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss. Something off speed there from McGinnis. Put a little hitch and pitch swing. And he didn't get it. It's one and two. Here comes the one-two pitch. Inside corner call, strike three. You heard the attaboy before the umpire made the call, but he got the call indeed. So strike three ends the inning. First strikeout for McGinnis, and we will go to the bottom of the ninth. The Bison need two to stay alive, trailing it three to, five to three. 
Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Well, here we go. Bottom of the ninth inning. Southern Union trailing it by two. Five to three, our score. It'll be the 8-9-1 spots in the order for the Bison to try to put two across to tie it. Three to win it. Austin Brewer, Riley Borgert, and Brody Sire do up for Southern Union. Brewer. Came on as a pinch hitter back in the seventh and took over defensively for Usher as a catcher. And Brewer, not your typical number eight hitter. He started the first two games of this Southern Union Invitational Friday and Saturday and was in the sixth spot in the order. He only had one hit in those two games, but he did draw three walks. Was on base quite a few times. Anything he can do to get on right now be exactly what Southern Union needs to start this ninth inning. And a new color man to take you to the bottom of the ninth here. Musical chairs in the in the color seat. And Adam. I'm going to bring the rally in the bottom of the ninth. There we go. Adam Slay. We're, we're, chasing, we're chasing shadows. We're adjusting some of the, the cameras for lightness and darkness. and uh, So that's kind of what we're we're doing. And we're we're good now. Looks good now. Yeah, it'll. <clears throat> Brewer. Against J.T. Young, takes a ball high. It's 1-0. Had to send a guru, Matt, down there. Matt wears a lot of hats. Fast strike right through there. It's 1-1. One one. It's a Brewer. Brewer 0 for 1 today. Grounded out to the pitcher in that pinch hit appearance. One one pitch. That one's up and away. Two and one. Talk about everybody wearing different hats, uh, or Matt wearing different hats. I think everybody in this uh, organization wears different hats. Yeah, if you only do one thing, you're gonna be sitting on the bench. Swung on and fouled out of play. <laughs> Al's watching this too because he said much better. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And that evens the count at two and two. To Brewer. Here is the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. High fastball. Brewer didn't get it. And he strikes out for out number one. Coming up to bat number one, Cole, Zach. And we'll get a pinch hitter for Borgert. Cole, Zach. Zach started the first two games in right field in this tournament. 
They've got the day off for Schwalbach in this one, but he pinch hits here in the ninth. Swung on, big cut. Foul tipped into the mitt, and it's 0-1. Called strike, 0-2. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, grounded to second. Land over towards first. Gobbles it up and throws his man out. And the Bison are down to their last out. I saw a two-out, uh, six-run rally at softball the other night. How about a two-out, three-run rally here? I'll take it. So with Southern Union. That's why you got to get three outs. They don't stop the game after two. Brody Sire at the plate. Two outs, nobody on. Bison trailing by two here in the bottom of the ninth. Pitch inside for ball one. All JT Young has done since he's come in is struck out four of the six batters he's faced. Issue to walk, and then he just got that ground out to Zach, who was the first person to put the bat on the ball against Young. Call strike to Sire, and it's two and one. That looks good. Swung on and grounded a second. Land has been busy, and he puts the bow on this one for Chattahoochee Valley as they. Get the Bison 1-2-3 in the bottom of the ninth. The Southern Union rally comes up a little bit short, and they fall 5-3 to the Pirates of Chattahoochee Valley. We'll take a quick break, come back and wrap things up from the Southern Union Invitational right after this. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. The Bison fall 5-3 to three to Chattahoochee Valley in the finale of the Southern Union Invitational Tournament. It's been a fun weekend of baseball, not the best way that the Bison would have hoped it would have gone. It's They go 1-2 and two in the three-day tournament. And their only win came on Friday as they defeated Spartanburg, Spartanburg Methodist 8-4, to four, or 10-5 to five rather. They lost 8-4 to four yesterday. 
and lose again today 5-3, to three, but it's been a fun tournament. I've enjoyed being with you all here from Southern Union all weekend, and the Bison will be back in action this weekend, Saturday, up at Spartanburg, and we won't have that broadcast with them. Uh, we mentioned a lot of the other stuff going on, basketball, softball. we got high school basketball tomorrow. A lot of, lot of sports going on. And volleyball tomorrow night. Here on the iSchool Sports Network. So check your schedule. Check Facebook, our Facebook page, and we'll have all the updates every day for what's coming up on the next broadcast on the iSchool Sports Network. Thanks for watching and listening with us today and all weekend long. I'm Tim Altork for Adam Slay, Matt Knight. That's going to do it for us, and y'all have a pleasant evening. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. Good night.